Hello and welcome to another episode of A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Haley. Haley. Haley is my sister's child, <laughs> my first love, my darling little baby. But you're not a baby anymore. How old are you now, Haley? Twelve. Oh, did you forget for a second? How old yeah, I forget. <laughs> I forget. You know, the older you get, the worse that's going to get. Your memory is just going to fly right out the window. So hold on to it tight. <laughs> Haley's 12. So this is our first like kid-friendly episode, I should say. So we're calling it GITM Junior. And there's also something else special about this episode. I don't know if you know, Haley. I did not mention it to you, but your mom may have. This episode is special because we're recording it for Black History Month. Have you heard of the phrase representation matters yeah i think so what does that mean to you i i don't know (laughs) i i don't like i don't know what it means i just saw it as like a category thing on netflix (laughs) oh it's a category on netflix okay i'm gonna explain to you why that's a wonderful thing good job netflix this movie also can be viewed on netflix representation matters that means that you know we love to see people who are like us on the screen so we are a mixed family we're black kids or puerto rican kids we got some other stuff in the in the mix and hollywood has had a history of being whitewashed so do you watch anime sometimes okay so Dragon Ball is an old anime, right? That's my favorite anime, yeah. Oh, okay. So then I really, I got you with that one. So, you know, Goku, you know where anime comes from and they made a Dragon Ball movie and they cast a white guy. And you see why that's problematic, right? Because Goku's not a white guy. So that's what that means. When you have a character who is let's say we have a trans character, we have a black character, we have an indigenous character. You want to see them played by who they are, right? Yeah. So I want to get your scope on scary. Have you seen, this is a claymation movie and this is one of my favorite styles. Have you seen Nightmare Before Christmas? Um, yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. It is so good. Have you seen Coraline? Oh yeah, I watched it. At, I watched it at your house. It's... Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Have you seen Paranorman? Oh, I I started that movie, but I never finished it. I don't think. So, did any of these scare you? I mean, yeah, but not Nightmare Before Christmas because I was like, it's like goofy. Yeah, Coraline. Coraline, Coraline did scare me. That was, ooh. I also watched it when I was like really little, so I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I was like, I was like seven or eight, so obviously that was like terrifying. Oh yeah, that but, was like a million years ago. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you said that because for me, you know, I'm an adult. Obviously, I feel like Coraline is scarier thread than like nightmare before christmas so i do align with you on that so then when i started watching wendell and wild i was wondering how you gauged this on the scary scale because i didn't expect it to be the way that it was it was like i think it was like in between for me like between like nightmare before christmas and Coraline. it was like mm. 
it was like in the middle, but like closer to Portland. It kind of, yeah, it kind of scared me a little bit. You okay? Did you survive? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I was waiting for Wendell and Wilde to come out when it was announced. I was very excited about it because uh, Jordan Peele is involved in this. Do you know who he is? I'm sure you have not seen his movies. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so he, he did this sketch show called Key and Peele, which is, it's an adult oh, yeah. show. But I'm sure you've heard of Key and Peele. Yeah. They're Wendell and Wilde. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're Wendell and Wilde, and Jordan Peele is a tremendous man. He's a Black man, and he has been making waves for a couple of years now with a new twist on horror movies with, like, predominantly Black stories and characters. Your mom and I are going to be covering Nope Together, which is another movie that he did, and Kiki Palmer is in it, and he just does a really good job. He's checking that box where it says representation. Your audio cut out for a second. Oh. It sounded like you said he's been Black for a couple of years now. Oh. <laughs> he's been Black for, as far as I know, he's been Black for his entire life. So, <laughs> good for him and good for us. Okay, so let's talk about this movie a little bit. There were a lot of really, I feel like, heavy themes for kids in this movie, and it starts off immediately sad. Were you so yeah. sad? Yeah. <laughs> so Kat was very little. She's always had green hair, which I think is so cool. She's a very cool cat, excuse me, for the boomer joke. But you know, it starts off sad in this really sad car accident where she loses her parents. And then she gets put into this system. And she's a very angry little girl. I'm going to be angry too. Right. Like, I, for sure. <laughs> like, you can't really blame her. She just watched her parents drown to death at like seven. Right. And on top of that, though, she was in the water. So she could have also yeah. drowned. And that's that's really scary so they bring her first of all the the lady who brings her to the catholic school she's a very cool indigenous woman and yeah i love claymation because all the little details that go into this and you know stop motion is very very involved yeah if you ever i know this movie took forever so long if you ever get a chance to like look at behind the scenes videos for them doing these stop motion shows do it because I don't even think people without seeing it like you realize all the tiny little adjustments that have to be made but just the artistry that goes into making this girl she's angry and she gets sent to this catholic school and I love the three little girls who come out to meet her I only remember Shaban's name Shaban with the little goat it's like I see it a lot in movies where it's like it's like in mostly like high school movies and stuff where like those are like the three girls that meet like the new kid at the beginning are usually like really mean but like yes. it's like a whole different like it's a whole different thing because they're like they're not trying to be mean like they're they're really nice but like they just they come across as like a lot yes especially in contrast with her crankiness they're very like aggressively positive 
And I'm glad you mentioned that because that is generally a trope in like in these adolescent movies where you have the the popular girls who are mean. And I feel like in this movie, I was kind of waiting to see if Siobhan was actually a mean girl underneath that because her parents are the bad guys, the Claxons. Mm-hmm. Right? But she's genuinely very, very nice. And Kat is not having it. And then on top of it, there's not very <laughs> many kids at this school. You have Raul. I think he he's really cool. He was a really cool character. It was cool to see like a character like that in like like a kids movie, right? That's where yeah. that representation really is important. So that kids who are going through any kind of change or like I mean like that really is what growing up is about going through massive changes. But to be able to see yourself in a movie on a screen I think that's super important and I think Raul is an important character because Raul used to be Ramona and now he's Raul a trans boy and you do see some of the characters struggle with remembering his pronouns Shaban does apologize for yeah I like that yeah I like that she's like she's trying and that she's not like actually being rude about it yes it's just like it's hard for people to like when someone goes through like a big change like that it's hard to like get get used to it Mm -hmm. but the fact that she's trying i think is important and the other thing i think is super important about raul's character is that his mom is immediately in his corner always remembers his pronouns and corrects other people when they misgender him right that's a good mom i do like i I feel like they're very strong parents in this movie. Like Kat's parents are on one side where they're very, Kat's parents and Raul's mom, they're very loving, they're very supportive. And then you have Shaban's parents. But the good thing about Shaban is that she shows that even if you have terrible, terrible, bad, horrible parents, (laughs) you can still be a good person. It's a choice. Yeah, I like that she realized what they were doing was bad and then wasn't, like, quiet about it. Like, she actually tried to help take them down. These are really great things, but then there is something scary underneath <laughs> the yeah. story. That's like, happening. literally underneath. In the underworld, there's this big daddy demon who... <laughs> I was I was very caught off guard by this. Who has I did a not fit. realize he was going to be that big. He was like huge. when she came out. Oh my gosh! Right, and I honestly, I don't know. I have issues like visualizing geographically because if you're thinking about somebody in the underworld, you don't actually think that it's like sitting underneath the dirt. Like if you dig yeah, enough, like right under it. Yeah, and that's like there was like one was. layer of grass. Imagine you were like digging a hole right there, and you just yeah. see this big man under the ground. Yeah, like, oh, I need to plant my carrots, but if I dig too deep, his toes are going to pop out. That's weird. (laughs) So he has a a dusty old underworld fair for ghosts on his belly. And he has two sons, Wendell and Wild, who live in his nose. And what they do Mm -hmm. all day (laughs) is so random. What they do all day is they put magic hair cream on his hair follicles. Otherwise, he'll go bald. Yeah, and it was as a punishment too. Who yeah. I, I would hate that. 
just like, ground me just ground having me. to grow your father's hair for the rest of your life yeah it's a horrible existence awful and they're goofy boys like all they yeah. want to do is they they hate the fair that's on their father's stomach and they want to build a better one. They want to build a dream fair. I mean, it just gets very weird. So there's this nun at the school, okay? And she keeps in her drawer, in her desk drawer, she uh, keeps an evil teddy bear, teddy bear <laughs> called Beersabub. Beersabub. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid of Beersabub. And I'm not embarrassed of that at all. That's uh, terrifying. Yes. Yeah. She brings in an octopus for class to show them. And through this interaction with the octopus, Kat thinks it bites her. But really, she came too close to Bearzebub. And there's this mark on her hand that looks like a skull mouth and nose. Like if you put it up yeah. here. And it's a mark that marks her as a hell maiden. And I'm like, this is for, okay. That's, that's terrifying. Yeah. This is for kids? That's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I watch a lot of horror movies and my judgment may be skewed. But I I feel like even though those things are a little bit scary, I do think for older kids, this is fine. Right? Yeah. Like, you're, you didn't get traumatized from this movie, right? I'm, I don't have mm-hmm. children, so uh, you are my guide. <laughs> yeah it wasn't like it wasn't that it wasn't like sc- like scary scary but it was like i was like whoa i thought this i didn't know it was gonna be like that no not at all okay so i also didn't know there was gonna be murder involved in this and the yeah. claxons murdered the the priest like they just threw him in the water for him to drown and i didn't expect you know i didn't expect that i wasn't expecting that yeah like ever, murder is bad don't kill people that's awful don't do it so yeah that happens and then wendell and wilde are cat's personal demons and she can do a ritual to bring them to the land of the living where they can do their fair since their dad won't let him do it on their belly right but mm-hmm. the other nun it turns out she's the old hell maiden and she sees the mark and she's like don't tell anybody she really should have sat cat down and explained to her with the weird yeah, wheelchair guy what was happening yeah if you if that happens to somebody you finna you finna tell the whole i would have told the whole school like period, period. like let's hold an assembly red alert there is an emergency that going octopus on. just bit me fire that lady I, right like, that's <laughs> dangerous like but to be i mean like they didn't have parents nobody in that show had parents for the most part yeah raul had one parent siobhan had two but they were evil so like they don't count and then they don't count you know it's just a tricky situation i guess yeah. but her her parents care more <laughs> about their prison than her that is actually true so wendell and wild hijack catch dreams and they tell her you can bring us to the land of living on this full moon ritual and we'll bring your parents back even though they can't. But then they figure out that the hair cream will bring the parents back because they brought a really gross tick back to life. Yeah. But that she needs a witness. So Kat doesn't know how to be a good friend yet. She doesn't know how to be yeah. a good friend to Raul. So she kidnaps Raul. She drags him. Yep. Steals bears above from the desk and brings these demons into the land of the living however the claxons have this plan 
they want Wendell and Wild. They say that they'll give them and the the priest. He they bring the priest back, and he's like really gross. He doesn't look anything like yeah. he did before. Like he, he looks, doesn't act anything like he did before. Like he does not care yeah. about this school. No, he's or, dead. He don't now. care about them kids. His priorities are super messed up. They want their voters that were killed to come back to life so that they will vote for them to be able to bring this prison. <laughs> so the goal of prison isn't just to get criminals off the street. It is to offer them some sort of rehabilitation to be a better person so that when they are released, if they are able to get released, that they're a better member of society and they don't do crimes anymore. Did you know that? No. No. That's the purpose. But they don't care about that. They want to bring in troubled kids. Like, yeah, troubled kids like Kat to the school offer no rehabilitation and know that they will be criminals to go right into their prison so that they can get money for those prisoners and not rehabilitate them, not care about them, not give them quality food. That's that's the plan. And it's pretty evil, in my opinion. Yes. So, Raul catches wind that they're not going to raise Kat's parents. And Raul does know how to be a good friend. I yeah. think Kat finds herself in an extremely lucky position. That's, so, why, that's why he's one of my favorite characters. Because, like, even though she wasn't being, like, the greatest person in him, he still, like, found a way to help her. Yeah. And that's the kind of friend that you should you should be, you know? Because sometimes your friends go through things where they just don't know how... They just don't know how to be good to others or themselves, but, you know. But I would not raise my friend's parents from the dead, because... Absolutely not. Like, we're just... No, we're not going to do that. But he does raise... (laughs) He does raise Kat's parents for her. And even then, I don't know if you noticed, like, Raul gets kidnapped again. He can't stay unkidnapped. And Kat's like, okay. And her parents are like, go get him. That's what we do. And she's like, You literally just brought your parents back. You gonna leave him to get like eaten? Everything ends up being okay. Like the magic cream doesn't last. The dad comes up out of the ground because he discovers that they're missing. It's a whole hot mess. Everybody learns. Then he's like, (laughs) Go ahead. And then he's like, Oh, I'm an awful father. Yes. Yeah. Because the examples of good parenting here are so loud and so bright. He's like, wow, I should be loving my sons. I should let them dream, build a dream fair on my belly. Their ideas really aren't that bad, you know? Just good boys. Yeah. <laughs> so Siobhan comes out. She hears her parents' plan and she tells everybody the truth. And then they go down and protest. And I think my favorite part of this entire movie was when they show how bad the klaxons are, they see Siobhan down there, right? And she just yeah. waves to her parents, like, hey. And then she's like, <laughs> kill them. And then her parents are like, kill them. Yeah. They're like, crush That's them your all. Child. It's your only baby. You really don't care about your kid. No. Like, at all. Like, so... you know you're going to go to jail, right? Oh. <laughs> like, it don't even matter. It don't even matter no more. You kill no. your, if you kill all them kids, you're going to kill. They just, there is this thing in a lot of movies where insanely rich people who only care about themselves, they need to get what's coming to them. And they just, they, they just don't. don't care. 
Yeah. So, but in this one, they do get justice. I love a good happy ending all wrapped up in a bow. I love that Siobhan was a good person. I love that, you know, even though Kat doesn't get to keep her parents because yeah she like accepts that she yeah yes and one of the most important things for her growth was when she had to swear allegiance at one point to wendell and wild and it made this fever inside of her and really the fever was just her she repressed a lot of her emotions around losing her parents so she had to confront them and hug that part of herself that was like damage and so that she could you know scurry on her healing journey and she came out a better person when she did when she like pledged her allegiance and stuff i thought that was like i didn't realize that was going to be like an actual thing i thought they were like joking about that and then me too because they're goofy i was so confused like and like i i thought they wasn't serious because like you saw the, the way they just like came up with that on the spot Yes, I thought that they were just kidding around and they just, you know, like didn't want to do what she was saying. And they're like, oh, you have to jump through all these hoops. So when she's like all glowing green eyes and her hands flying her around, (laughs) dragging her places, that was a lot for me. That's why, you know, there are some genuinely scary moments in this movie and then how the wheelchair guy who is you know like a demon aficionado he's got all these demons trapped in jars in the basement of the school that's a lot it's like what (laughs) this is supposed to be a catholic school and you're holding demons down there like yeah and it's like he loves it like he tried to suck the dad into a jar even though he's huge and he just got a bunch of hair in there and he and then and then he was like oh i think these are your kids sorry man (laughs) what sorry sorry i've been holding your kids captive yeah and the dad had a vulnerable moment where he's like all my sons just leave me they just run away from me they're in these jars my guy (laughs) i wonder why they're leaving (laughs) okay well i thought it was a i thought it was a really good movie nightmare before christmas is one of my favorites i watch it a lot I don't watch Coraline as much because I feel like it's really dark and it's really it's really <laughs> creepy for like a children's horror movie. Yes, the other mother like, scares the poop out of me. Like she was in my nightmares for like two weeks. Yeah, and the little dolls that leave everywhere. I read the book. There's the book a book. Is, yes, by Neil Gaiman. It's in my opinion, it's less scary. There's no YB in the book either. He's only oh. in the movie. Yeah, but I would say if you want to read it like it gets my clearance that was a good time i you liked the movie right yeah it was really good what was your favorite part what's that dude in the wheelchair's name i don't Um, know i just keep calling him wheelchair guy something manberg let's just call him Manberg. yeah and then when he tried to when he tried to when he tried to put the the big dude in the jar that was so funny and then and then What's, and then the nun had to pull him away. Yeah. That was that was so fun. <laughs> yeah. That was a good part. He's just very enthralled by yeah. what he's doing. I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite scene, but I do love the Gabby goat. I don't even like goats. I'm scared of goats. But Siobhan's oh, little yeah. goat and how smart that goat was. And the goat got 
Siobhan to where everybody else was so that she could tell everybody the truth by taking something that belonged to Kat and yeah. making her chase him. Gabby goes cute. That's the only if goat. I was if I was what's her name? Siobhan? Siobhan. Yeah. If I was her and I saw if I saw all them people and yeah. then demons right there, if my boat led me to that, I would have back away turned around. I would have moved to Canada after I Changed saw that. my or, name. Are they? <laughs> Where even are they? Because like some of them got British accents and then some of them sound like what where are they at it's a good question there i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's <laughs> it's this uh made up place called rust bank i don't know where geographically in the u.s it's supposed to be but it is somewhere where it snows somewhere up there i don't know <laughs> watch wonderland wild on netflix it's so nice to have you here Haley. you can find this Thank podcast you. on the interwebs at ghost in the magazine yeah. site or on twitter at GITM podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at Witch X Pudding. You can't find Haley on the internet there, child. Yeah. Text me the name of the podcast because I do not know. When it comes out, I will send you a direct link to the episode. Okay, bye.